Hello and welcome to episode 40 of Whatever. As always, I am your host and uh, we like to start out with good news here because we got we to gotta be positive. Too much negativity in the world. So I'm here to make you laugh, make you feel good. And I want to start out with a little bit of positivity. Uh, as always, the good news here. Um, I think the good news for this week is that I have another mic. And so that makes guesting a little bit easier. Um, and uh, I finally figured out how to multi-track record, which was a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. But I figured it out and uh, we're good to go. And my first guest on the second mic is... I, I promise you, I'm not lying. It's my mom. Okay. This is going to be the most fantastical episode of all time because the woman that birthed me is here. And uh, you'll get to see, you'll get to, I've talked about my mom before and um, a, a little bit about our relationship and how that is and like kind of the way that I've interacted with my mom. Uh, so now you get firsthand experience on what exactly, who exactly my mom is, you know? So, uh, without further ado, Kelly, my mother, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Tell the people about yourself. Well, hello, everyone. <clears throat> uh, yes, I am Nick's mom. My name is Kelly. And what can I say? I mean, I'm proud of my son. He's a great kid. And I am just honored to be here and uh, be a part of his podcast and see what he does behind the scenes and kind of get a little taste of what he's doing here. So this is going to be fun. What have you What have you thought so far? Because you kind of watched me set up the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty cool how you got all these mics set up and your laptop and everything. And um, so I'm very interested to see how this moves forward. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's really cool to watch two different um, waveforms of people's voices go by instead of one now. It feels more professional, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> It's a lot more comfortable, too, because I'm not sitting three inches from somebody, knees tapping the whole episode, <laughs> just because I only had one mic. So to my previous six guests, apologies, <laughs> but you were much appreciated for being on. And uh, now all my other guests, we can have uh, a more comfortable uh, seating arrangement. It's always rough in the beginning, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm just starting out. But I think that gives me kind of an edge in the world of podcasting, like every every podcast I see that gets successful it seems like they started out on at least a much higher level than I have where they had the money they had the investment to start the thing and like they were on a more professional level about it me I just wanted to try it and I've been upgrading myself and and learning things like I had a whole title change five episodes in and I was like oh this is never gonna work I'm gonna have to start a new whole podcast but people have just kind of rode with me through it and you know the audience grows little bit by little bit and I just kind of have fun with it um and I think I think that that's something a lot of people like is when they see somebody growing they see the start and they keep growing not just the they like you don't read a book in the, and start in the middle right <clears throat> you start at the beginning and go all the way to the end and see how things have changed see how far they've come and so I think that gives me sort of a a little bit of an edge in terms of entertainment. Yeah. And uh, I think well, people anything can appreciate new, it. anything beginning has its obstacles. Yeah. And even as you move forward, it'll have different obstacles that you have to overcome. And that's the great thing about persevering and finding the fun in it too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the wise words of my mother. 
I'm I'm so well rounded, and that's I would say eighty percent due to my parents and their wise teachings. So children, listen to your parents. It's in the Bible too. So, <laughs> um, obviously. So yesterday I had a I had a phone call with Uncle Kevin. He called me uh, just to say hi, and um, we were just talking a little bit. And I was telling him about what I was planning to do with you on the podcast. And I told him that I was going to take you through a small list of Gen Z slang words. And he's mm. and he said, "Well, give me some slang words. <laughs> what it, what what kind of slang words are there?" And uh, I gave him three. I continue to live to regret it. <laughs> I apologize to my my cousin Christo. I had him on, I think, episode sixteen, um, because he is using and abusing those slang words now. <laughs> um, so I gave him snack. I know I gave him snack. I gave him uh, what else? Do you remember? Dank. Dank. Yeah, horrible. Um, and then I forget the other one. I think it was. I think it was a word that started with S, if I remember correctly. Dank snack and something else. Oh, what was the third one? I was. I'm forgetting now. With me, a li- if you give me a list of three things, I will. At, at, I will for sure <laughs> forget one always, and for n- for no reason at all, unless it's not right in front of me. Uh, let me I remember. Let me look up the list, and then I will probably find it and remember. Um, memory just, it doesn't serve when you need it, I guess. That's just the way of being a human. Oh, Stan, the worst of all. Yeah. 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 He loved that one. Yeah. You Stan and me. (laughs) No. Promise. Um, he is a, a funny man and I can't wait to have him on one day because. Yes. My brother is quite hilarious. Yeah, he's funny and very entertaining. Uh, One time he was on the phone with a pizza guy and the pizza guy was taking way too long to say anything. So instead of saying, you know, like anybody else would say probably like, you know what, it's okay, I'll uh, go somewhere else or whatever and then hang up. Instead, he went zip and hung up the phone. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It was an off day for him. It was an off day. Yeah, but uh, I mean... Who doesn't have off days sometimes, you exactly. know? Um, but it is a hilarious way to handle that for sure. Um, so I think I think we'll get into the slang terms a little bit later. Right now, I just want to kind of have fun talking and whatnot. Um, so we have a shared love of chips. Mm. A very shared love of chips. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, it is... <laughs> it is... Is uh I I don't know I think what it is for me is the crunch is satisfying yeah and when they're salty I like salty snacks oh yeah me too but is there something that stands out to you about chips oh my goodness the, oh besides what you said yeah the flavor the flavor I like flavored chips I'm not a plain Jane kind of gal I could take I could take it either way as I long can as take it's... a plain chip if you got a dip. Okay, I see you that. Know, I mean, I'll eat it if it's there, but I like flavor. And then you like... I like the, uh, what is it? Sea salt and vinegar. And then sour cream and sour onion. Sour cream and onion. That one's always... That, yeah. I mean, that's a classic. I don't think I've met somebody that doesn't like sour cream and onion. Yeah, it's pretty classic. Dad's the only person I know that doesn't like barbecue chips. Everybody else... <laughs> he does. ...is a fan. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't really like flavored chips. 
he is plain. He likes it plain. Yeah. No dip. I mean, he'll do dip sometimes, but he likes plain chips. When it comes to chips, he likes it plain, but everything else. He likes flavor. He likes some seasoning. He likes some spice. Yeah. And, but not too much, obviously. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> oh my goodness, his head becomes a waterfall. <laughs> my dad's a, my dad's a bald guy. And uh, when he eats spicy foods, he sweats on top. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's like water hair. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean the chips. It's a it's a problem if you let it be. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I just well, can't. The I, older I get, the more I realize I'm not supposed to be eating them. It's hard to stay away, but you have to for your health and not getting I diabetes do. and all that stuff. You know. Yes. Um. <clears throat> good lord, my phone keeps shutting off. Um. Because <clears throat> I'm yeah, I'm, my battery is dying but it's fine but yeah so yeah this is what i was gonna say i don't know why my mind was blanking on it but um are you a little nervous with your mom nick no it's not it's not <laughs> nerves it's i don't know why i lost my thought after talking about chips i think it's because i love chips so much <laughs> it distracts me um but the we show have an audience too though that's true. My sister is here and uh, she's just she's just kind of silently watching us. I've never had this before where somebody's actually no, Jason. He was in the back when I was with Kalia and Squirt. Squirt's been yeah. there before, but he's always, you know, not talking. <laughs> he does. Well, thanks for being here, Tessa. That's his sister. Yes. Name. It's uh, it's nice to have her here. If you if you laugh, go ahead. Don't try to stifle it. It'll make me feel better about myself. Um, waste the first 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the show Breaking Bad, I think, oh. I think this is absolutely hilarious because the first time dad got into it was like years ago when the Mythbusters was on and they did a Breaking Bad special episode where they tested like myths and stuff that were from the episodes, uh, like, or from the show's fans yeah. and they sent it in and they were like, can this certain type of acid melt through this certain type of uh, ceramic or whatever. And like they tested that or whatever, because it was on the show. So they're fact checking. Yeah. And so, cause obviously Hollywood movie magic, all that stuff, mm -hmm. um, you know, stuff's not real most of the time. Yeah. Uh, you can't in fact blow up a propane tank with a gun cause there's no sparks. Um, so that's a little bit of a fact, fun fact for you guys. I'm never doing a fun fact again, though, so <laughs> take that as you will. Um, but the show Breaking Bad, he got into it because of the Mythbusters. And then he stopped after, like, season one and never really watched it again. And that's because he doesn't like series. Uh, he doesn't like episodes much. Uh, he'll He'll take a movie every once in a while. But <clears throat> if it's a show, my mom can attest... She's like, we got to watch this show together. It looks fun. And he's like, ah, it's too many episodes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Soon as you mentioned a season, he's gone. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's true. Unless it, he, ha I will say he has been watching The Chosen with me. That's true. Yeah. And he loves that one. He likes spiritual shows. That's, yeah, he does. That's, that's that. We like that together. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I recently watched Breaking Bad because it just got, it like got repopularized by people in my generation. Um. And usually I'm not one to hop on the popular train of things because I like doing things when I want to. 
And like when people are all about like, you got to watch this. I'm like, I want to watch it less now. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. (laughs) You're so stubborn sometimes. (laughs) But but this time I kept seeing a bunch of like funny memes about it and stuff. Like the the memes were funny, but like some of them I wasn't understanding because I didn't watch the show. So I was like, you know what? Let me give it a try. I'll hop in and see, see if I like it. And I started watching it. And the first season's slow, but after that, it's because it's world building. It uh, it hooked me in. And I was like, all right, this is a really good show. And then I finished it. And then I asked my dad, and I was like, you you watched Breaking Bad once, didn't you? And he was like, yeah, I watched like the first season, but I, uh, it ju- I just got too busy for it and like couldn't get through it. And, uh, and then I was like, all right, you got to watch it, though, because it's really good. And I'm like take like your lunch break or whatever and like just take an hour a day or whatever it is and so he's gotten hooked into it actually yeah over break yeah and uh been watching it and then from there he got my mom into it which i never expected because the show's about meth dealing (laughs) but it's really it's uh it's I've only been in since season two so i never saw the first season i wasn't gonna go back but i watched the first episode like when he was watching it here at house and I was like, what is all this about? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a very intriguing. It's intense. Show. It is. It's a very intense show. And I didn't really think I would continue to watch it because <clears throat> I find the man Walt absolutely horrible. Well, I mean, nobody's denying this truth. He's horrible. But character. the, but the thing is, is that the writers are so good that they make him an anti-hero. So a lot of the time you find yourself kind of like, ah, oh, but he's doing it for his family. No. And then, well, that's what I found myself doing no. sometimes. And then, and then I was like, as the show progressed, I was like, all right, well, you got to pull this together, man. Cause, uh, whoops, you know, making yeah. a lot of oops daises. <laughs> More than that. Hello, murderer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. We, we won't spoil it for you if you haven't watched it, yeah. but it is, uh, it is quite crazy the well, writers are excellent that he turns around that's what you kind of yeah what you're trying to that's what, at least for myself i could speak for myself i'm yeah. hoping that he'll turn around and be realizing what he's done yeah you know i mean i just can't believe all he's doing there's other ways to make money okay yeah so but anyway but obviously in the shows in 2008 so the economy was dying basically and it was in the toilet and so that was like the whole thing of like it's it was kind of surrounded by like him thinking it's impossible for me to make the kind of money I need right now mm-hmm. without stepping into the illegal realm, which I still don't agree. It's, it's not true. There's ways there's always ways, but there's very few ways. And those very few ways are hard to attain, but you have to work hard. So it's all, it's Anything all part of life. worthwhile. You have to work hard at. No excuse. More sage advice from my mom. Breaking the law. There is no excuse for breaking the <laughs> but law. But I like the show. Yeah, the show's interesting. <laughs> I still watch it. <laughs> and there's some little parts of humor in there and, you know. It's. I just like, it can't get any worse. Spoiler alert. Really? It, it can't uh, get any worse. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it has me hooked. Yeah, that's the same way you thought about, uh. The show Fuller House. Yeah. That show. Well, that was a childhood show that I grew up on. I watched it and (laughs) felt my brain cells dying. 
Every bit of comedy was so predictable and so forced. And I was just like, oh, why do you insist on watching this show? And every time she was like, it's got to get better. And I'm like, it's not going to get better. (laughs) We're in season five. It's just the whole thing of this nostalgia, nostalgia, you know, because I watched it when I was a kid. And so I'm like, oh, let's watch this. I think I could appreciate it more if I had that nostalgia. Yeah, you probably would have. Like with SpongeBob, you and dad didn't didn't want me to watch SpongeBob when I was younger because it was like a little (laughs) bit crude. crude. Yeah. And so I never watched it as a kid, but I like all almost all my friends did. Yeah. And so then we were allowing you. Eventually, when yeah, we got a little older, and so they talk about it like super fondly and stuff, like as adults, like young young adults yes, and stuff. Yes, but I tried to watch it as a young adult, and I'm like, <laughs> this is so infuriating and annoying. <laughs> I told you, and you I didn't miss anything. But as a child, I would have appreciated it because you it's probably really dumb. Right? That's true. I agree. And just then, like I appreciated Full House. Yeah, and then I would have looked back <laughs> on the humor and just had that nostalgia. Nostalgia is a powerful tool. It is. I agree. Will, I agree. It will make you think bad things are good. I think it, it will. Um, yeah, it will. But yeah, I couldn't get I couldn't get through half of the first season of SpongeBob, and I was like, "This is <laughs> what." And maybe that was the other reason Dad and I were like, "You don't need to watch this. Is stupid." You know, like because yeah. we watched it and we we're like, "This is stupid." Just like that other one that Beavis and Butthead, like all those things. That was from my day yeah. back. Never watched it. Yeah, and there was other shows like uh, the regular show and. Um, uh, Adventure Time and stuff like they had a little bit of that crude humor. Like it was a lot of Cartoon Network shows. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, just yeah, just and just then some Nickelodeon shows that I wasn't allowed. I I stayed <laughs> I stayed mainly on Disney Channel when Disney Channel was actually good and made actual good shows. Yeah, yeah. I I, I <laughs> don't a even mix know across the board for all networks. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> good and not so good. There's a couple of, like, but it's to everybody's liking. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. It just doesn't fit into what I was used to as a kid. Yeah. So now I can't appreciate what <laughs> kids today appreciate. Um, because it's just. Well, you're older now. Yeah. That's a different perspective. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, the one character will do something dumb, and everybody goes Sally, and I just want to roll over. <laughs> <laughs> and just join them in for the fun of it. Yeah. Um. But, you know, to each its own, that's, uh, yes, that is the deal. Um, so I want, I want to talk about this cause we brought it up last night Okay. and I think it, I never <laughs> talked about it before. I, I don't think, but it's a funny story and I want to hear it from your perspective. Okay. Cause you are essentially the horse's mouth on this one. Oh, okay. That's a saying, you know, sure. you hear it from the horse's mouth. Sure. Um, not an insult. Okay. <laughs> My mom's not a horse. It's all right. <laughs> Episode title, absolutely. <laughs> um, so when your mom... Okay, first of all, give me the scenario when you met dad versus when dad met your mom. First. Okay. And then <clears throat> you'll see the stark difference. For those listening, you'll see the stark difference and change of uh, very two very different styles of a guy. On the same guy. Okay. Because one's this, you know, sweet, nice guy, draw you in, and then all of a sudden meets your mom (laughs) in the worst possible thing to wear. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, so you take it. Okay. Away. So when I met your dad, <clears throat> we went to we were at a party that we had mutual friends. So it was the very first time I met him. And we didn't talk much. We just said uh, hello and, you know, whatever, because I was hanging out with my friends and, you know, and it was actually like a, um, what do you call it? You know, a friend of ours had a new apartment, their new home. And so it was kind of like a party for that, celebrating her new place. So there was a few of us there. <clears throat> and uh, yeah. And when I met your dad, he was, you know, normally dressed and, you know, looked nice and you know, we just said hello. And then we all just started hanging out. Like there was a group of us because, you know, your dad's a musician. He plays and he was in a, in a band, Mr. Know-It-All. Shoot, I don't remember what I was saying now. Um, so if you're rejoining us, there was an audio thing. I think it'll stitch. It might stitch these together. If not, I will part one and part two this. Um, but... My mom was halfway through a story, and I unplugged something, and it uh, got all janky and messed up. I don't know why. Um, I hope it stitches it together. But anyways, you were talking about how you were meeting Dad, how you met Dad, how you came across Dad, and all that stuff, and then versus when he met your mom. And okay. I hope I hope this all stitches together in one. If it doesn't, I'll release it part one, part two on the same day. Okay. Um. And it'll just have a weird audio cut off in the first part. But no need to panic. It's it's showing that the time is still on. Okay. So I think it'll stitch it together. But let's, you know, Okay, so I was saying that I met him at a housewarming party of mutual friends. We had mutual friends and never met each other, met each other before. <clears throat> Interestingly enough, when I was in high school, uh, like probably my junior year, I worked on the boardwalk and his best friend was my boss and your dad and I still never cross paths and we're everybody where I grew up in Point Pleasant New Jersey everybody's on the boardwalk everybody's up there but we never met so we met quickly at this housewarming party and then there was a group of us from that party that would just we just all continued to hang out because we all were mutually friends we'd go to the beach we go to Six Flags and then sometimes we'd go to the beach at night all of us and you could go up to the beach at night and your dad and his friend Damien would bring their acoustic guitars and we'd, you know, they'd play and we'd sing and we just had fun. We just always had fun. So we were just kind of hanging out in the same groups. Yeah. And then um, I started liking him. I started, you know, thinking, huh, I like this guy. But he Ooh. liked somebody else at the time in the group. So I was like, okay, no problem. And we all just continued to hang out. <clears throat> and then eventually we... Uh, got to know each other a little bit more by hanging out with everybody. And then he asked me to go for a ride on his motorcycle. He did have a motorcycle. And I couldn't cool at guy. the time. I couldn't because it was late at night. I said, I have to get home. I have curfew. And I said, I'll take a rain check. And then, you know, we went on our first date, like, I don't know, a few weeks later. And so anyway, so when he shows up to my house to pick me up, he shows up on his motorcycle and um, my mom's bedroom in our house in New Jersey was in the front of the house. And so I was finishing getting ready and she looked out the window and to see him. And because she's heard all about this guy named Fleck, first of all, not Chris, Fleck. 
because everybody called him Fleck because of his last name, Fleckenstein. And her first thought was, who would name their child Fleck? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, mom, it's his last name. It's just his nickname. His name is Chris. Really nice guy. You'll like him. He's really nice. Okay, okay. So then she looks out the window and all I hear, because I didn't look out the window yet, all I hear is, oh, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? Because that's not my mom. Like, I was like, what? And I look out the window and he pulls up on the motorcycle. Now, granted, you have to remember when I first met him, he was just normally dressed, you know, you know, dressed nice and everything. Pants, shirt, you know. And all the times we hung out, never saw these pants coming. Uh, (laughs) Never dressed like this in front of me. So it was quite a surprise to me. But he shows up. They call them Zuba pants. It's kind of Velcro top and like, it's just kind of what surfers wore. I was from a surfer town and like a beach town. So it was kind of like the wear. But um, the pants were hot pink with black stripes Mm. through them. Mm. And then a... Like a pink zebra? Yeah, pretty much. And then a half shirt, like cut off sweatshirt, like the sleeves were cut off. And then it had hot pink letters across, you know, Fender, which is a name brand of a guitar. Wow. And I just was like, wow. Because <laughs> my mom's knowing, she knows me and she knows the kind of taste I had. So I was like, all I could say was, mom, just ignore the clothes. He's a really nice guy. I promise you. And she was like, okay. So anyway, that was our first, that was my mother's first impression of him when she met him was just that. And then when he came in, she met him. And then eventually, you know, we started dating and my mom absolutely loved your dad. Oh, sorry. It was picking you up for some reason. It's good now. Or was it picking me up? I don't know what it was picking up. Okay, Okay. I'm good. But anyway, my mom loved your dad because he's a good guy. And so, and he never wore those pants again. <laughs> well, I mean, he wanted to, he wanted to uh, come as the realist of, version of him, I guess. I guess. I don't know. He, I, even when we talk about it to this day, he'll go, what? I thought I looked good. I'm like, no. You were sorely mistaken. That was kind of like way out there for me, but you know, I looked past it and cause I had already known him. I've already gotten to know him and we had a great date and you know, went on a motorcycle ride to the beach and ate at this little cafe and just talked and talked. It was great. At yeah. the time. By the way, guys, if you pick up any echo a little bit, cause it doesn't seem to be doing it too much, but obviously this is all new to me. So apologies if there's a little bit of echo, but I think it's okay overall. Usually the problems and things that form in my head while I record are never as bad as I think they are. <laughs> so I'm praying that that's the same deal. And uh, sorry about the little audio cutoff. I unplugged something from the other side of the computer for some reason, shut down the whole operation. Um, but Technical difficulties. Yeah. It's cool. I, I got it together here. But yeah, um, that's my father. I'll have him on. Uh, I'll have him on some other time. <laughs> And, um, yeah, he's a good man. He's a good man. He is a good man. Uh, and he doesn't have those pants anymore. No, he um, does not. He, he dresses pretty much how you'd expect any dad to dress. Honestly. Jean t-shirt. Yeah. He's simple. Simple. Yeah. It's all simple. <clears throat> um, man, that don't matter. There's going to be one day where I dress like a dad. Yeah. But I think style will be. Style continues to get like 
better, I think. It does, but then it comes back around. Yeah. There's a and lot they of bring styles back things now that, that were in never my childhood. Have... Like, you know, the high-waisted jeans are back. Bell-bottoms have you know, Perms, back on them. mullets. Perms. Oh, I had one. I hated it. Never again. <laughs> never again. Awful. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why they bring all these things back. I mean, you got to Because they come back in style. The only thing I've not seen come back in style is probably the <laughs> 80s look with the high hair and the bright colors, neon colors. I haven't mm. really seen that come back. Or leg warmers or yeah. <clears throat> all that stuff. Or make a big, you know, deal of it. Just a mic here. Um, yeah. Again... <laughs> First time with two mics. It's okay. Hopefully it comes through, yeah. Um, so we watched the show Welcome to Wrexham. Yes. I saw clips of this show and I thought it was really funny. And then I was like, I think my mom would like it because it's got uh, humor. It's got Ryan Reynolds, who doesn't love who Ryan Reynolds. Who I think Reynolds. is so funny. Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. And uh, it was just an interesting premise of, um, you know, two famous actors buying a soccer club that's uh, or a football club sorry of uh that's in Wrexham Wales that's just kind of falling apart it's been used and abused by other owners before this is just a rundown of you if you don't know the show um there's a football club in Wrexham Wales that has been used and abused by other owners before for money gain uh, the town absolutely loves this club and wants it to stay alive and wants it to be owned by owners that actually care and can help it financially and stuff like that and start winning games. And basically they're in like um, the fourth league down from the Premier League, which is like the best league uh, in football in the UK. And they're in the National League. And so obviously that's, you know, not something the town wants. They want to be promoted. And so they have to be better as a team and stuff like that. So basically Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, uh, are two guys that come in and they buy the club and the town realizes like they actually care about this club and and uh, want it to succeed and you kind of go through it and you're like you know falling in love with the town falling in love with the club and um, there's humor throughout and stuff like that and you get to know about the players lives and stuff like that and it's a very interesting show to watch and you know an emotional roller coaster of are they gonna win oh they lost you know all that kind of stuff yeah, and um, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny and I wanted to get your overall thoughts on it after having finished the show finally, uh, cause it's about 18 episodes and I don't know, we finished it in like a week and a half. Mm. Yeah, um, maybe two. Two weeks, something like that. Um, but I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, first of all, I was super encouraged when you find something that you think I'll like and you want to watch it with me. I love those times with you. <laughs> <clears throat> and yes, it is. It does have humor. Uh, I love how Ryan Reynolds and what was the other guy? Rob, Rob McElhenney. Yeah. They interact on the show and they're quite funny together. And, um, but I loved how it wasn't about them making money and even becoming famous more or about themselves. It really was about this community and how they really wanted to build this community up and help these people out. And I just thought right from the get-go, that was amazing, you know. Um, and I loved that part and how important it was for them to meet the people and meet the people in the football club and 
you know, they got a lot of advice and really hearing people. They wanted to help this town out. And I just thought, wow, like out of nowhere, you know, they just decided to do that. And I thought that was great. And then you, you know, you get to learn a lot about football. Um, of course, in America, we call it soccer. Which is the right thing to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I wonder sometimes, you know, because no, they use their feet. Football, it makes sense. Football does make more sense. It does. Than American football. It totally does. When like kicking the ball is like 4% of the game yeah. in American football. I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure soccer was around first. And then we were just know. like, hey, we like that name. SARS now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the history on it, but I do know that it makes sense to call it football. Americans but. have a knack for taking things and making it their own. Yeah. Uh, look true. at history. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But it's cool because I I uh I've seen some soccer games here in America and you know, I've even watched my nieces play growing up when they were in uh, high school and um and I loved it. You know, it was amazing to watch. And then to watch these guys go from rock bottom and build their way up and win, win, win and, you know, get to the end there. Of course, they didn't win the final game, but, you know, they came so far from where they were. And just all the the intricacies of the football club was fascinating. It's a lot of work that these guys do. It's owning a, a team, an organization. Owning a team, the whole, there's so much behind the scenes. There's so lot. many things in the field, or what do they call it? The pitch. Yeah, the pitch. You know? Um, so that was cool, and um, just learning that. And you do, you get hooked. You get hooked in, you want them to win. And and so I really, really liked the show. And um, it was funny, because it even reminded me a little bit of, because we watched Ted Lasso together, so. Yeah, Ted Lasso's a good show, too. You know, I like so that one. you kind of have that already going. We also learned, we also learned the, History of the origin of the word, uh, saying of the way too much in that sentence. <laughs> uh, we learned where the word hooligan came oh, from, yeah. where it was, I forget his name, but he was this like gang leader guy in like the early 1800s or something where his like last name was hooligan. And then like there were these kids inspired by him, I think. I don't remember. And the they details. formed their own little street gang call themselves hooligans and one of the kids straight up killed somebody whoops and uh and then from there it's been more of like a a a soccer sports term uh where it just means you're a rowdy fan with probs yeah uh who's fighting people over a game that one was a bit that was a bit disturbing to me to see how intense some of the fans can get and how they want to beat people up and yeah I just don't understand that. I can't connect with that because I'm like, it's a game. And they I understand. I, yeah. And I don't understand that or how they'll just quickly disown a player and like want them fired or want them out, you know, and I, I'm not that kind of fan. I don't really know the whole <coughs> background, all that. But it, to me, I was like, wow, that's a bit much. But uh, outside of that, the show was really great and funny. And um, you learned a lot, too. You even learned about, you know, uh, some other language. Um the uh what is it the welch welsh welsh yeah and how they were learning some of the language and it was fun i enjoyed i enjoyed it and there was some touching moments in there too uh because you got to see some of the uh, football players uh families and their lives and how much this affects them and their family and yeah you know so it was a cool show i liked it it was good times it was it was um this actually just came to mind. I didn't even have it planned out, but 
I was thinking about it because I I've I re- I reacted to a, a compilation of American Idol's worst uh, auditions, and it was absolutely hilarious. But one thing I did to spin it in more of a positive direction was take the audition and kind of put it on the scale of how much they can improve. You know, mm-hmm. like take the positives of their performance. Oh, there were some that like it wasn't terrible. Yeah. It's just they had to improve. And then there was some where it was like they lost their mind. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some can get a little out there. Um, but first of all, show's been on way too long. They canceled yeah. it and then brought it back for some reason. Yeah. They keep going. Uh, Probably their 900th season by now. I have no idea. I'm tired of it. I don't watch it anymore. But we used to watch it for the bad auditions. And then it, hilarious. it kind of carried through to like. You know, you wanted to see who you wanted to see certain won. people win. Yeah, that were really good. Yeah. And so it had its it had its, you know, goodness and, and no nothing bad about the show, but just not for me anymore. I kind of grew out of it. I like the voice. Yeah. There are like four thousand different singing shows, though. Yeah. They keep make, making a little bit. More we got to stop America. <laughs> there are people starving. Stop spending money on these shows we don't need. <laughs> certain ones are really fun. It's crazy. I like the voice. The voice is great because they can't see them. They can only hear their voice for their audition. And then how they take them along the ride of developing their skills and all. It's really awesome. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a a fever dream looking back. You're just like, wow, these people came on and in front of America. It's a lot. It takes a lot of guts to do that. And it takes a lot of guts to even just sing. You know, I mean, I have experience with singing, so nothing famous just at church, you know, and, yeah. um, it takes a lot to stand on stage and sing from your heart and, you know, not make mistakes. And yeah, there was two things I learned from the show is one, you have to take rejection gracefully mm-hmm. and two, Simon Cowell will hurt your feelings. No matter what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a bit rough, <laughs> but he's on that other show. What is it? America's got talent. America's and got talent, I've yeah. seen a softer side to him since he's been a dad. Yeah. And since he had that serious accident. Oh, he you know, did? I never did. knew that. He, yeah, he had an accident and had back surgery and all kinds of things happened. Was I it like a car stuff. accident? No, he had an electric bike and he got in an accident. I don't know the details of it, but yeah, he went through a lot. But I've seen him soften up since he's become a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's just a regular judge now where he does the judging Yeah, without all of the, you're the worst audition I've ever seen of all time, cruelty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was a uh, one time where, where he was like, "I can never listen to that song again." Whoops! Yeah. Would break me heart. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're out there. There's some tough critics out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't sing in front of Simon Cowell. If you're, if, <laughs> he's softer now. Yeah. On that show, he's nicer. But I, I mean, is he? He's like a music producer. Is that what it is? I don't really know. Why was he? He's just judge? very, very. Uh, Famous and yeah, I think he's a producer of some sort. Yeah, uh, everybody's favorite British person. I actually, I think everybody's favorite British person is probably Gordon Ramsay because he's hilarious. No, he swears a lot, but he's hilarious. I don't like him. I mean, no offense, he's just too angry. I don't actually know who is everybody's favorite British person. He's too is. angry. There's a lot. Okay. Okay. Well, it recorded all of that nonsense too. Good. So happy about that. 
my computer <laughs> shut down in the middle of it. I'm in disbelief, honestly. Well, this is the first time you're using two mics, so maybe it's that. I know? need to. I think I need a new battery for the computer. Yeah, I think so. You've been saying some stuff about your computer. It's, it's uh, okay. It's, it's okay. It's whatever with Nick, so you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was getting stressed. It's okay. My heart started to pound, and I was like, oh, great. It's gonna hey, it just shows the, you, hey, we have obstacles, right? It's going to corrupt the file. It's okay. <laughs> I guess it's not going to corrupt the file, though. We're good. Um, wow. Welcome to uh, <laughs> just shut down city, I guess. Yeah, take Click. three. Goodness. <laughs> I've never had this many absolute just audio failures <laughs> or whatever. I don't I, even know if it I don't I don't know if it picked that up properly or whatever, but uh saying whatever too much. And uh yeah, we'll be fine. Well the show is called whatever. Yeah, it is. I say it a lot. <laughs> I like that word though. It's a strong word. It's a it's a it's a hearty word, you know? Just whatever. Unless it's used disrespectfully. Whatever. And then that, that has no, no, no. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, but it's like it's a it's a descriptor of all things. Yeah. True. Takes into account everybody. True. Whatever you are, wherever you are, that's kind of that that kind of thing. <laughs> whatever you're doing. Um. Well, let's continue to pray that nothing else happens. <laughs> okay. Because I can't believe. This many things. God get us through. <laughs> um, I think it. I think my computer's overwhelmed by how entertaining you are. That's what it is. Ha! <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah. Nice compliment, but. You're welcome. <laughs> um. So obviously, you know the slang words, dank, snack, and Stan. unreal. Stan. Stan. List of three. Forget one at least. <laughs> And you also know the word drip. Yes. <laughs> you melting? Mm, Why you dripping? Don't get it. <laughs> okay. But give me, before we get into the, the slang word list, because that'll be just a heck of a lot of fun. What, like, if somebody you didn't know, like you were just wearing a nice outfit, and somebody you didn't know came up to you and they were like, hey, you're looking drippy today. What's, what's, <laughs> I honestly would not know what to say because when I hear the word drippy, it's literal to me. Like there's something drippy, something dripping off of me. You know, I wouldn't have not known what to say. And I probably would have just smiled and waved because <laughs> I was uncomfortable. Like, hmm, I don't know what to think about that. Or, you know. Or you're just like, what? What's 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 gripping? Why I don't I probably would have looked down at myself like you know, and then this person probably would have realized I haven't she has no idea what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? What do you mean? I'm what? What's exactly. Happening? I think of wet. I think ugh, Am like, I sweating? Ew. Yeah. That's what I think of. So gross. Never tell me I'm dripping. No. Never. Just say you look nice today. <laughs> also, don't call people snacks. Yeah, I don't like that either. There was a girl once that called me a snack when I walked by, and I was like, I was, hey, thanks. And then I'm I not a snack. Walking. Kind of uh, threw me off the rest of the day. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Guess so. I guess in that time frame, though, in this generation, that's a compliment. Yes. Which, for me, it's not. But hey, we're all different. To each its own. 
Um, yeah, looks like it didn't mess anything up though. That's that's weird that the computer cool. stopped, but it was like gun keep recording. Good. So we're there. So now we're gonna go through this list of Gen Z slang terms. Okay, I'm gonna skip the ones you already know, obviously. Okay. I'm gonna take you through. The definition is below each one. Okay. And I'm going to say the word, and you're going to give me your guess on what that word means. Oh, my. And if it's an inappropriate one, I will obviously skip it. Thank you. Because there are some like that. So the first one, I think it's pretty pretty self-explanatory. Fam. F-A-M. Fam. Family? Yeah. Something like that. Like it's Or or a way to describe a very close friend. It's like, that's fam. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Glow up. It has something to do with you look beautiful or something. Like you're really pretty today or something. Sort of. It's when essentially it's assuming the person was ugly before puberty. Then puberty took over and they became a very attractive person. Oh. Yeah. So they matured. Yeah. They, you know, did something all humans do. <laughs> um, yeah. Puberty's tough. CEO. And don't take that literally. It's if if like I were to just call you like CEO. Yeah, you're shaking your head at me. CEO. Yeah. I only think of it in a business term. Exactly. I would too. But Gen Z seems to think if you're the CEO of something, it means you've mastered it or you're a pro. No. Oh. You're a master. Oh, okay. I get it. Okay. CEO. Come on, dude. They're no. saying you're doing it really well. Like, you got this. Yeah, but it's like, I wouldn't, if I've, if I've done something, like, really good or whatever, I don't think CEO. Because CEO means you own something, you own the company, and you run it. You take, I mean, I guess I get where they're coming from now. They're just saying, like, you're top dog, you know? Yeah. Like, you're up there, man. You did it. Yeah. Uh, you know cancel culture. There's obviously Stan. Um, E-boy or E-girl? E? E-boy or E-girl? I have no clue. It's, so this is, it says it's similar to emo or goth culture, but they use the internet to express themselves. So it's like an emo or goth person who uses the internet to express themselves. Okay. Yeah. And okay, but doesn't most of the world use the internet and are on social media? Unfortunately, but so. not in a goth emo way. Oh, it's a certain way yeah. that they express themselves. It's a certain way to do it. Oh, that. okay. Okay. Uh, w. Just the letter W. You would call someone W? You'd, You'd say, hey, W? No, you would call... It, it's It's slang, so it spans different things where it's like... Put it in a sentence for me. Oh, man. This turkey's a W. I hated saying that. <laughs> this turkey is a W. Delicious? Good? No. W. The the letter W. Think about it. The worst? No. No. W means it's a win. Oh, it's a win. Yeah. Okay. And then there's the there's its uh, counterpart, L. Lose, loss. Yeah, it's okay. it's a loss. Like it's, oh, it's so they dumb. just say the initial. They don't say the whole word. Yeah, and like I'll see it on the internet all the time, and it's like you guys aren't even coherent anymore. <laughs> Where somebody will say something, and 
in order to disagree with that person, instead of saying, I agree like a normal person, they go, L take. L take? What's L take? So a take is like, you know what a take is? Like, I have a take on that issue. Oh, yeah. They go, L take. Oh, L is lost take. So they disagree. (laughs) But isn't that kind of like with the whole texting? Everybody abbreviates things. They don't even use full words and they just use initials. And it's kind of like that. Not me. I like to text in full (laughs) words. Well, that's awesome. absolutely insane to go L take. (laughs) 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 Yeah, dude. (laughs) Okay. um, Ghosting. That's when you're ignoring someone. Essentially, it's it's uh, ignoring them to an extreme of like basically pretending they don't exist anymore. Yeah, you don't return their texts, their calls, or nothing. Yeah, essentially, you could just block. You've them. just dis- disowned somebody, which I think match, is so is rude. rude to do. It is even like it's especially in dating culture, and a lot of people my age probably disagree with this, but ghosting, there's just no excuse to do it. If you're not interested in the person, be honest. If they don't take it well, then you have the right to block them. If they take it well, then just leave it at that. There's right. no excuse to block. I could see ghosting, ghost anybody. I could see ghosting someone if they didn't take your answer and they keep coming at you and keep bothering you, harassing you, whatever. Yeah. Then I could be like, oh yeah, you're blocked and yeah, you've got to you've got to block them because you're a little weird. But otherwise, it's like you're you, just saying, be honest, talk. You're leaving them in the dust, and it's like, what did I what did I, I do know. wrong? I get it. But the, the excuse is, well, I don't know them anything. Nobody said you do. It's human decency. <laughs> it's disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, salty. I think you've heard this one before. Yeah, I have, but I couldn't tell you what it is. It's basically like being mad about something. Oh, yeah. Being cranky about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, like, me and my, oh, no, it's not mad about something. I've, I've, my, my best friend uses crunchy. Crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. When we were at the, beach for vacation one time um i think i think dad was like getting stressed about something because like sometimes you get stressed on vacation (laughs) well especially if you're the parents because you're like (laughs) i'm spending a huge amount of money on this i need it to go okay it's mainly driving with dad but he's gotten so much better yeah but we were like we were obviously at the beach so there's sand and you get sand in your crack sometimes (laughs) and it makes you cranky in your butt yeah okay sand in your butt and it makes you cranky. And so I came up with the term that we use as a family sometimes where you get cranky. I said, you getting sandy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I remember that. Um, that one's dumb. Bougie, you probably already know. Um, Finna. F-I-N-N-A. Finna. Finna. T- Tessa knows these words. My sister. Finna. So she's already kind of giggling. Give it in a sentence. I'm finna go to the grocery store. Hated that I said it. Oh, like you're getting ready to do something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It comes from, I've heard it comes from uh, more African-American slang. Oh, And then people just kind of adopted it overall. Mm, I don't know the history of it. Um, But yeah, it's short for I'm going to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> text culture is taking over the way people talk that's crazy yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna abbreviate the way i talk now <laughs> um i'm sure you've heard this one thrown around cap cap yeah i mean my friends say it outrageously too much use a sentence again 
assume that you just said something that's untrue, and I said that's cap. So you were just saying that I'm not speaking the truth? Yeah, or I'm oh. assuming that you're not. Oh, you're assuming? Okay. Yeah. So you could that's be saying cap. something that is true for you, and somebody will still hmm. say, that's cap. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. And then people that's will funny. say, people will say something, and then immediately after they'll go, no cap, though. <laughs> <laughs> immediately don't believe you <laughs> i don't understand but that's okay i'm uh, 52 years old um different world i lived in oh we also talked about chugi which never say what is it again it's just like it's something that's not at all trendy oh yeah okay so yeah to you perms are not chugi or to you perms are chugi yeah um Okay, yeah, uh, okay, what? I didn't even know this was a thing. Sip tea. Hmm, literally, to me, would be you're sipping tea. Yes. But I don't think that's what it is, and it probably has nothing to do with liquid. <laughs> <laughs> you threw me off when you went with the scientific term for it liquid <laughs> but uh yeah it doesn't it's it's the alternative to the sentence spilling the tea which basically means oh you're dishing gossip yeah yeah but sip tea is the opposite where you sit back and listen to the gossip you don't participate but you listen so you're sipping tea yeah and you're kind of going that's none of my business but you listen anyways <laughs> thanks for the visual there with yeah. drinking the tea yeah, <laughs> got to do the eyebrow flare too. Though that's funny. Um. Oh, this one I it just it makes me so done. Take several seats. Use it in a sentence. Uh, I need you to take several seats. Save seats. No. Nothing to do with seats. No. Oh my gosh. Exactly. That's the thing about Gen Z <laughs> slang. Whatever's being said has. Absolutely nothing to do with what whatever was said. Go sit down. No. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. It literally, like, what it means is, well, not literally, because that's overused. Right. And it's lost its meaning. Yeah. It, it, it was frustrating. It's not dad. It was frustrating dad the other night. He came home from work and he was like, I swear, people don't know what the mean, the, what the word literally means anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> Okay. But um, it basically means somebody's being uh, really obnoxious and you're telling them to shut up. Oh. Yeah. So you're telling them to take several seats. Take several seats? I don't get it. I don't need there. Just say kindly something to them like, hey, can you stop now? Yeah. Be I mean, rude. it's basically like saying sit down, but with that extra emphasis, you know, where it's like somebody's being annoying and you're like, sit down, you know, Mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um. Oh, this one, this one ran the internet for like a year. Sheesh. Oh. Yeah. That one's just like, you know, you see something and you're like, whoa. It's like a hype word, yeah. 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 Someone said something that's not too nice. Whoa. Okay, so this one is an acronym. And see if you can kind of guess. I think you'll know it. Tessa. Uh, Referring to my sister. I-Y-K-Y-K. 
I Y K Y K. You know it. Do you know it? Do you, you can say it. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. What is if that? If you know, you know. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Break it down. If you know, you know. That's what initial. If you know, you know. I. I. Y K Y. Okay. Okay. No, didn't know that one. But do you? What do you think that like is? In terms of slang. Oh, it doesn't literally mean what it said? No, I'm saying if the acronym, acronym is breaking it down. The acronym is is standing for if you know, you know. Yeah. But what do you think that slang is for? Like what do you think people How use? they use it? Yeah, how do you, how do you think people use IYKYK over text? I have no clue. Yeah. I mean, just saying if you know, you know. I mean I don't know. It's essentially um it's commonly used as a, a, a to like refer to an inside joke, you know, oh. where it's like somebody like you'll say something and somebody will be like, what does that mean? And they'll be like, if you know, you know, like, oh, I see. Almost condescending. So sometimes. saying it's an inside joke, but not saying it directly. Yeah. And I, I talked about it in one of my episodes and I was like, no, you know what? If I don't know, doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 Otherwise, I know. <laughs> right. Or pull me in and tell me about it. Yeah, um, there's this one, living rent free. Living with your parents. No, <laughs> but that's true. I for some people, yeah. Yeah, living rent free means you're a nomad. No, it's. I'll use it in a sentence. Um, if I were a girl and I really like dresses, I would be like, "Oh my gosh, that dress was so pretty." It's living rent free in my head. Oh, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. I know what they mean, but I don't understand why that they, they desire to buy it, but they can't afford it. Uh, in some way, but it's sort of like you can't stop thinking about it. Oh, so it's taking up space. It's like an obsessive. I thought. see. It's taking up space in your brain. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's hits different. Your there's mind. bet. Those are kind of boring. Oh, okay. Vibe check. <laughs> <laughs> Five check. Vibe. Oh, vibe check. Vibe check. Hey, check his vibe. I have no idea. (laughs) Vibe check. To check someone's energy or mood. Oh. If you don't fit in with the mood of the situation, got to get going, I guess. Okay. Whatever that means. Alrighty. Um, I'm honestly, this one's not like a dirty or a bad one i just don't want to say it because when people say it it drives me insane then don't say it so i'm gonna skip it thank you because absolutely the worst um it's nothing bad though catch these hands that's you know a, what tessa it's a slang terminology oh you don't know it okay am i catch be... these hands yeah just... i don't know put something in them <laughs> <laughs> Give hey, me money. It takes off your hand. Catch my hand. <laughs> I'm like, put something in my hand. No, it's uh, it's essentially means I'm trying to start a fight with you. Oh. Fist fight. Oh, I don't like that one. So your face is going to catch my hand, I guess. Oh. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. There's finesse. You know what finesse is. Um, 
this. It's self-explanatory. Oh, okay. Here about how, how about this? Sending me. Use it in a sentence. Um say I just watched something funny. That's that video is sending me. Funny? Essentially in a way. But it doesn't so, make you find sense. something particularly funny. So it's sending you where? To Laughville, I guess. You're the mayor. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. Maybe it sent you to my podcast because it's hilarious. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, this one is awful. Bussin. Bussin? Yeah. Ugh. Use it in a sentence, please. That hot. Uh, oh, um, what was the dinner you made that we all liked with the stew? What was the stew? The beef stew thing? Oh, the roast? Yeah. What was I made it? a roast. That, ro- a roast. that roast was bussin. That roast was bussin. I want to vomit saying this. I mean, that roast was good. It was great. It was. Essentially, it's just finding uh, the taste, what you taste like you're you're tasting something delicious. It's a quirky word for it. Okay. <laughs> Bussin. <laughs> no. Um. Okay, you got snatched. There's like five more, and then we'll be snatched. Yeah, snatched. It's it's like you got found out. It's like eating sour candy. Saying these words for me. <laughs> Stop. Um. It's it's saying that. When someone is snatched, they're looking really good, particularly their outfit. Oh. Which, when I hear snatched, I don't think anything good. I think you're, like, stealing something. Yeah. Like, let me snatch that. Yeah, get rid of something. Snatch that away from you. Yeah, I don't understand. Um, okay. Guap. Guap? Guap. G-U-A-P. Guap. Guapalupe. Use it in a sentence. <clears throat> uh, I gotta go to get. I, I gotta go to work and get this guap. Money. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't even know why, because guap is not a real thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Um. This ain't it, Chief. <laughs> this ain't it, Chief. Yeah. This ain't it, Chief. You're not welcome here. Uh, I guess it's it's just a way of giving disapproval. Mm. Extra. Over the top. Yeah. Person who look at that. Person who takes things to look a new level that, of flamboyance. Mom knows a little something something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something something. Uh, clap back. Clapback. Why'd you have such a visceral That's reaction? weird. Why? I don't know. It just sounded weird. Clapback? Yeah, it just sounds funny to me. Clap. <laughs> I know back. literally what you're doing, but still, I... I uh, no. You know? What is it? I don't know it. Would you prefer applause behind? <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Rewind? No. What it's... is it, Tessa? Tell me. Do you know it? She said yes. Well, I want to hear your response first. I want to hear. Come here. Say it. She's going to speak into the mic now. Say it. You got to yeah, get close forward. to it, though, a little bit. You got to get on it. Don't eat it, though, because it's already picking you up. <laughs> uh, it's basically like kind of a comeback to someone's insult. 
Essentially, yeah. Oh. So a response or comeback that you've been called out for something. How about comeback? Yeah, comeback, I would say, is better. But people... Clap back. Because you're like, typically, when people clap back, they're clapping between each word being sassy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You so don't get any money anyways like that. I guess it's just disrespectful. Oh, most of these are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goat. G-O-A-T. And this one it itself is an acronym. Yeah. So the letters is. stand for something. It's like good or great. That's the first word. Great. Great. Test. Over. On. Tom Brady is considered the goat of football. American football. I know. I know it, but I can't remember. What's the O? On. Great. Mm, greatest. Greatest of all time. Yes. I knew it would She got it. Yay me. Sure. Well, she's won. <laughs> uh, I guess a hug. Oh, I always like your hugs. Thank you. I give good hugs. Future wife, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, and then we'll do this last one. Slaps. Is that's, that an acronym? That song slaps. Oh. It's awesome. It's great. Essentially, yeah. It's used to describe something, how exceptional something is. I love the way this website did this because it took how dumb these words are and then it gave you the definition with words that, that should just be used. we should be using. Yeah. That's funny. Slaps. Exceptional. <laughs> the scale's off the charts. <laughs> I'm using exceptional always. But, um... That'll bring us to the end. Thank you, Mom, for coming on board. Uh, it was just problem city for my computer. <laughs> I did not expect that. I hope it's. Uh, I hope it comes out decent. I think it will, because um, we had a stoppage, and then we had random echo picking up in my mic, and then we had the computer just say bye bye for now. Yeah. Well, and if it's totally glitchy, then you know we can redo it another time. Yeah, and I'll uh, I'll save these in my yeah thing for for now. Uh, if not, I'll re-listen to it. Obviously, hope it's good. Okay. And then I'll uh, I'll post it. And, All right. Um, yeah, but thank you for coming on. And uh, I I mean I always ask my guests like how did you how how did you enjoy it? It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun just to sit here with my son. And do something like that. And I liked your questions and like challenging me and even the Gen Z vocabulary. And yes. It was it was a great time. Anytime with you, honey, is great. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and I was just honored that you wanted to ask your your mom <laughs> to be on your podcast. And it was cool having your little sister in the room and she giggling over here and Live all the Gen audience. Z words I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It uh it definitely the the new the newer slang will come out and date you. <laughs> it does. And I'll be like, what is happening? I know. What are these people saying to each other? It's okay. It's hilarious. Though. It'll pass someday. <laughs> it will, and then it'll become <laughs> something else. It will. You know. It will. You're looking meat morph today. <laughs> what? Okay. Huh? <laughs> um, we're just. I think. Within 40 years, we're going to all stop speaking words 
at that point. And it's oh, just going to no. be, it's just going to be sounds and hums. I hope not. And music will no I longer. hope not. That would be a sad, sad time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, thank you for coming on. It was really fun and uh, had a little bit of a live studio audience for the first time, which was, well, not for the first time, for the second time, but had a healthy live studio audience because Jason was in the background with my, my Kalia episode because he was sick and in bed. Aw, poor guy. But uh, yeah, you know, listening in. Um, but as always, I hope you enjoy your day. I hope you enjoy your week, your month, your year, and the rest of your life. Peace out, homies. Bye, peeps.